Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, that managing editor of Fightful.com, FightfulMMA.com, and of course, FightfulSelect.com. This show brought to you ad-read free by FightfulSelect.com. Right now on Fightful Select, we have more on the pro wrestling side of things. But head over there. It is our uh, premium service. We're doing pretty well so far. Lots of content up there from retro shows, Q&A shows, uh, weekly shows covering NXT, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Being the Elite, talking about my exclusive Fightful Wrestling Weekly where I give you some behind-the-scenes news. Also, uh, we interact over there with you, whether it's me, Jimmy Van, our uh, tech team, all kinds of stuff over at FightfulSelect.com. And, of course, if you want more MMA coverage, we have Tuesday and Thursday shows. Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, the Holy Smokes MMA podcast with myself and former World MMA Award-nominated Showdown Joe. And then on Thursdays, the MMA Industry podcast with James Lynch, who uh, just interviews a ton of people from the management, the journalism side of uh, MMA. Wonderful stuff out of him, as, as are his interviews. You can see his pros picks. You can see all kinds of interviews, including... Israel Adesanya getting attacked by a bee. We got that at FightfulMMA.com. This was a fun show. We'll start from some of the more uh, surprising things that happened on the, these prelims. On these prelims, uh, none. One of which I think was man, that Ariane Buller Omoplata. It's kind of embarrassing to get caught with that man. Like it's only happened twice. Generally, that happens. You just roll right out. But I thought that uh, Wycheck did such an amazing job closing off the hip and blocking the hip because what you want to do there <clears throat> when you get the shoulder lock, and I know I've got a lot of pro wrestling fans who are tuning into this. They have no idea what an omoplata is. And omoplata is basically the yes lock that Daniel Bryan does, the LaBelle lock, without the cross face. It is lacing the shoulder, but you apply pressure, you lean forward. Wycheck was able to get that position and – he blocked off the hip so masterfully. So what you want to do there is instead of grabbing a cross face like Daniel Bryan would do, you reach around and you block off the hip. And that prevents uh, a person in the situation of Buller, who's a buddy of Jenner Mahal's, perhaps coincidentally, from uh, just rolling out. You just do a front roll, you get out, you scramble, and maybe you end up in guard, maybe you end up inside, maybe you end up on your feet, whatever. But Wycheck was able to prevent that. And with him being up against the cage, not Buller, Wycheck was up against the cage. That's no easy task because if Buller was up against the cage, that would be uh, far more impressive. But that wasn't the case. Then he flattened out Buller's uh, hips. Oh, it looked so nice. It and it is a little embarrassing. It's not quite the Von Flu choke, my friends. I won't go off about that, but 
still, Enoma Plata submission is equal parts impressive and embarrassing. But Wycheck getting that big win. Arian Buller stopped after his, his UFC debut. Mm, bummer for him. <clears throat> Not the only uh, WWE connection. Luke Sanders, the boyfriend of Becky Lynch, who we have interviewed over at Fightful.com, defeated Patrick Williams. He just overmatched Williams. And <clears throat> it, it's kind of a bummer the way that his career got started off because he had that great fight against Alcantara. Or not, not started off, but uh, followed up after his debut. He had that great fight against Alcantara and got caught with a knee bar. But now he's 2-2 two and two in the UFC. I know the UFC likes him. Also, I know that they like Becky Lynch being there <laughs> at this at this card and Dolph Ziggler because both were shown on on screen, including Becky Lynch, like four times they went to her. So I know that they were rather happy that, that she made the trip there. Luke Sanders looked pretty good. Alejandro Perez looked good against Matt Lopez. This was a higher level fight than a lot of people would have would have expected considering it was on the fight pass card. Uh, Matt Lopez has ran into some trouble lately uh, with a Sun Sal. He got beat by Yaya, but he had won two of his last three. Alejandro Perez, though, as I mentioned on the the Holy Smokes MMA podcast this week, he's one to look out for. He's unbeaten in his last six, and those wins include guys like Alcantara and Sukumthoth that our boy Luke Sanders, who we just talked about, couldn't beat. Keep your eye on Alejandro Perez. He is deserving of a highly ranked fighter next. Now, I'm not going to say, like, like maybe, you know, what's what's the harm in giving him Brian Caraway? Brian Caraway's ranked eighth. Give him Brian Caraway. There's no reason that Alejandro Perez should not be ranked at this point because he, he's more than worthy. Guys, get your questions in. Uh, if you want, over on the live chat, of course, you can check out all these podcasts over at FightfulPods.com. Had somebody comment on my new setup. Yeah, I went back to the OG setup. I don't really like this one because don't like the title belts in the background and stuff from the ye olden indie days, but it, it's a more welcoming uh, setup for me, and the TV's a little further from me when I'm covering stuff, so it's not as as aggressive. But yeah, I did switch it up. I switched it up here and there, but thank you guys for noticing. Yushin Okami defeated Diego Lima. Oh, man, this was brutal. And Diego Lima is probably on the outside looking in again. This guy, man. So he got to the Ultimate Fighter Finals in Tough 19. Got beat. Lost his way out of the UFC. Won in Legacy and Titan. Came back on short notice. and uh, Or came back in the, the Tough 25 tournament. He just can't get it done in the UFC, man. And it's a bummer. He is now one in five, I think, in the UFC. And Yushin Okami putting me to sleep. Putting me to sleep. SRS says, or Roy Soria says, SRS didn't want to do the favors. Retired with the titles. So Hogan of him. Uh, To be fair, the one on the left, I did lose. The one on the right, I didn't. There you go. Company doesn't run anymore, but they never took their titles back. So whatever. <clears throat> what else we got on these prelims? Lauren Muller over Shana Dobson. Not a lot to really talk about there. Gilbert Burns defeated Dan Moret. Yeah, Gilbert Burns, man, <clears throat> the the second degree jujitsu black belt and a guy that we saw represent Brazil and like the pan. I, 
feel like it was the Pan Am. I don't know. World Cup, I know he uh, it went to the World Jiu-Jitsu Championships. And it was, he, he got some submission wins that are earlier in his career, but when it started to go the distance, it wasn't it wasn't working out for him. It wasn't. It just was not working out for him. He took some time off after the Prezeris loss, and and to be fair, Prezeris missed weight like monumentally in that fight. I think by three or four pounds, Prezeris missed weight. Ish, but he's come out and he's knocked a couple guys cold. In back-to-back years, so the time off seems to have done, uh, seems to have done uh, Burns some good, and he's he got that new four-fight contract I think late last year, and he's making a good impression now. Won three of four in fights where people make weight. He's only got one loss in like I think eight or nine fights in in the company, so that says a lot as well. Brad Tavares over Christoph Jocko. Tavares wants Michael Bisping, bro. I respect you and all that stuff. Four four straight wins, five out of the last six. You beat Marquardt, uh, Magalhaes, Theodoru, Latest, Jaco, but you ain't getting Bisping, man. Bisping's getting a bigger name than that. And it was uh, Tavares's first finish since get this UFC 125 in January 2011. He's been around a while. He has been around a while, and here we have Christoph Jocko. He's out of that top 15. He's got to be out of that top 15. He's lost three in a row. Tavares Hall Branch, get him out of there. He looked great when he started up. Had just he, he was bubbling under for so long that I think a lot of people slept on him, but that's not happening now. And as, as much as beating Atalas Latis means to me, it means a lot because he, he's a pretty good gatekeeper. Tavares, Tavares belongs in his type of spot, <laughs> and uh, at number fifteen, Jocko should not have been thirteen going into this. No, it's these UFC rankings. We got to use them because they use them. Even the New York State Athletic Commission uses them. Apparently, we got to use them when talking about these fights because that's how UFC puts on some of their fights. But man, clean it up. Good win for Tavares. John Moraga, man, I kind of wrote him off, and I regret it. I thought Wilson Hayes was going to submit him and submit him fairly easy, and I'll be honest with you, Wilson Hayes should have submitted John Moraga because John Moraga, like an amateur, held on to a guillotine choke while uh, Hayes had him in side control. If you've ever listened to this show before, you're pretty aware. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, 
but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Care of what that results in. Person on top reaches their arm, their forearm, underneath the the head of the opponent. You push your shoulder down, you get a Von Flew choke. That's why you don't hold on to a guillotine choke from that position. It's elementary. You learn it the first time you do it, usually the first week of grappling class. And I saw it happen twice on tonight's show. I don't know what it is about UFC fighters, especially in the rather elite level of the flyweight division where they just beg to be Von Flew choked. But I can't believe that Wilson Hayes didn't jump on that. And I think it cost him dearly because John Moraga didn't slow down. And John Moraga, I think under a year ago, or no, maybe it was January of 2017, after he got beat by Sergio Pettis, you had to wonder, like, what, what is his fate in this division? Because he was losing to established guys like Joseph Benavides. He was losing to up-and-coming guys like Nicolau. He was losing to guys who were kind of in the middle there, like Sergio Pettis. And I thought, you know, I thought because he fought Mighty Mouse, they would give him a fourth fight because they do that with guys who have won titles or competed for titles. He He's come out and he's he's done, how I mentioned, an established guy, a guy on the come up and a guy in the middle. He's beaten three of those back-to-back. Wilson Hayes, the established guy. Um, Oshkan, the, the up-and-comer. And Bibulatov, who's kind of in the middle and had a performance of the night back in October as well. John Moraga and and Wilson Hayes put on a good, good fight. And Hayes, I thought, was just a little not aggressive, or he just wasn't aggressive enough in his attempts to submit John Moraga because the opportunities were there over and over and over again. The rear naked choke was there. The guillotine was there. The Von Flu was there. Um, I didn't like that that Hayes wouldn't switch to a high crotch and control the body of Moraga a little bit better. Uh, on one of those takedowns up against the fence. It was there. It was ready for him. Odd, but uh, shout-out to John Moraga, man. Three in a row. After losing three in a row, his, his career uh, definitely on, on the rebound. And Wilson Hayes, who was number six, gets beat by the number 10 guy, so I could see those guys kind of swapping positions. Ah, uh, Muslim against Ricky Rainey. Ah, uh, he was so patient in just waiting and waiting and waiting for this knockout. And then it came, and Ricky Rainey knew it was coming. You could you could tell. Ricky Rainey, uh, I don't want to say like an established guy in Bellator. He fought Michael Page, lost to Michael Page, but he, he, he'd been in Bellator for quite a while, I think three years. And finally got his shot in the UFC at age 34. He'll be 35 this year. Just, just this is this is the period of the Russians and the fighters from Dagestan who are infiltrating the UFC. And we saw it in Bellator. I'm sure Ricky Rainey witnessed it himself. And he gets to see it firsthand right here. And it's just the the unbelievable patience. Asalikov here that that got him this victory and I think he's a pretty well-rounded guy he is the latest of of people to pop up in the UFC after they've beaten Melvin Gillard he had that loss to Alex Garcia 
in November, but I thought he looked pretty good, pretty good here, all things considered. Shoe face. What can you say, man? I love watching this guy fight. I love watching Shoe Face fight. Get this man a top 15 opponent. Tim Boach ain't that. He, he's a perennial top 15 guy. Boach will, will he'll pop up in, in the top 15s. And maybe he was. He had just come off that Hendricks win, but uh, not just. It was like 10 months ago. And it was a good fight, but Shoe Face just chokes another one out. Now, if he runs into a good striker, you know, I don't know that he beats Bisping with Bisping's level of striking. I don't know that. I don't know that he beats Chris Weidman with Chris Weidman's power. Does he beat Vitor with his, Vitor's hand speed even at this age? I don't know. But can he choke any one of those guys out? Yeah, maybe with the exception of uh, Chris Weidman based on his wrestling. Uh, Shoeface deserves a top 10 opponent in my estimation, as is Brad Tavares, but they don't need each other. Do not give them each other because they both deserve better than each other, if that makes any sense. Tavares versus Shoeface won't make a name of either one of them. But, you know, a Tavares against a Vitor or a Bisping, one of those two against them, even though I know I said that Tavares shouldn't get Bisping, probably not in the retirement fight. He's a little more marketable than that. Vitor, not so much. Maybe a Brunson, Gaslam, somebody, a Machida, any one of those. I don't know if I'd like to see uh, Shoeface against Machida. I don't know if I'd like to see anybody against Machida at this point. That's boring, man. Machida is not fun. Not my style. But Shoeface looking good. Let's run down the history of Shoeface. Boach, Marshman, Spicely, Vittori, uh, Leonardo. That's five in a row. Five in a row with four rear naked choke wins. Who boy, he had those three wins on on tough. He fought at heavyweight on tough. Just continues to impress. If you all have ever listened to the Holy Smokes MMA podcast, I love this guy. Got to round out his game, but he he just turned twenty eight. He's got plenty of time to do that. The middleweight division skews a little bit older. It's it's one of those weird divisions because it skews a little older, but younger people are kind of taking it over because of Robert Whitaker. But you got Romero, Souza, Bisping. Bisping and Belfort are about to drop out of those rankings once they retire, if they ever retire, if they ever get to. Machida will as well, but I'd watch out for him. I really would. Michelle Watterson, Courtney Casey, this fight was a banger, my man. Oh, boy. Courtney Casey didn't use her length. And I'm going to say this. I thought Courtney Casey won the fight. Uh, Michelle Watterson won the fight after the scorecards are read. I had it for Courtney Casey. However, I thought that Courtney Casey really could have sealed it up had she used her length to her advantage, but she didn't. And sometimes you'll run into that. Michelle Watterson's speed was too much for Courtney Casey's... (laughs) Courtney Casey's length to overcome. Michelle Watterson hit just a beautiful teep that sent Courtney Casey across the cage during this fight. Unbelievable. I think that Courtney Casey showed that she belonged in that top 15 or that top 10, especially despite her seven and six record, despite the fact that she's lost three of four, 
and that sometimes she she can't pull out those wins. She does have uh, she should have beaten Michelle Waterson. She did beat Jessica Aguilar. Uh, you can say what you want about about those fights, but Courtney Casey belongs. As far as Michelle Waterson, you know it's hard to be mad at a Michelle Waterson for winning that type of fight, right? Michelle Waterson came in and brought it to Courtney Casey and vice versa. And they went at it for three rounds. And a lot of times when you see women's strawweight fight going three rounds, it's not maybe the most exciting fights. It can be, it can be a technical battle. It can be a war, but this was a mixture of both. And I thought it was really, really good. I think Casey could, I mean, like I said, that, that record's going to maybe haunt her a little bit because seven and six, you're going to read that. And a lot of people are going to kind of write her off, but she can hang. She's good to go. Get in your questions, you guys. Lakomate says, good for the karate hottie. Yeah, man. Um, I wish I could break this down more stylistically, but it was it was one of those technical brawls, much like what we saw in the main event, although there's a lot more to get into in that main event. They went at it, and, and I started to notice that in the later rounds that Michelle Watterson started to pick up, uh, I don't want to say a second wind, but pick up her wind. And was really utilizing stri- strike or body kicks at range to her advantage, which was weird because she was not the rangier fighter. Ultimately, she was. Physically, she wasn't. Uh, because Watterson was able to just get inside, get out. Get inside, get out towards those later rounds. And I think that maybe that stuck in the judges' minds. I, Like I said, I think Casey should have, have taken that one. It is what it is. Israel Adesanya against Marvin Vittori. I don't think that Vittori should have won on either scorecard or any scorecards here. But Israel Adesanya did not look great. There are much better prospects at this weight division than a 29-year-old kickboxer. Almost 29. He will be by the time he fights next. And I'm not saying he's not good. He is. He's very Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.